Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. of the morning to you. Uh, it is Pastors Live. We're reporting in from Tuesday. <laughs> We're Irish today. Wow, that's pretty it's, good. It's Tuesday, November 22nd of the good year of 2022. We are live for episode 652 of season six. This is awesome. In the studio today, we have to my left, Pastor Steve Redmer. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. It's good to see you, man. Are you excited you. for Wednesday? Yes. In a second, we're going to tell everybody what's happening on Wednesday. Because I'm a judge. <laughs> you are one of the judges. <laughs> you do yes. not sound super excited about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't, I just haven't eaten well, sweets in so long. I'm going to... Well, moving on from out. my left, we are going straight ahead of me. We've got under the glass, in the glass <laughs> studio, Sir Gary Austin. Gary, Gary. how are you, What's man? What's up, guys? How, Gary, are you? What, how does it feel, life under glass? It feels pretty good. You feel yeah. like an amoeba? <laughs> it feels like pretty it. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Not we should create a, uh, a spinoff of Under the Sea. Under the glass. <laughs> yeah. No. Starring <laughs> Sir Gary Austin. Anyway, oh, next funny. to Gary, across from Gary, we have the one, the only, the other guy. Hello. Dr. Bonjour. James Dr. Runcorn. James How you Runcorn. doing, James? Swell. Awesome. We are in so. your book in our daily reading. How's yes, it? But you are. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> You are Pastor Shane. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes. don't forget you. I am Pastor Shane. It's a blessing to have you guys. One of the OGs of this this crew here. I know. It's been crazy, man. It's a blessing to have just some awesome friends in the studio today. It's also a blessing to have awesome listeners both on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the Rev.fm. Yes. If you got questions or comments and want to interact with us, we would love that. Email us at pastorslive at therev.fm. That's pastorslive at therev.fm. We were pretty impressive. Hey, yeah, I, like, yeah. I like the uh, national yeah. day today. What's the national day? Love your love freckles. Love your freckles day. Well, I don't love mine, but I do love my wife's <laughs> freckles. Crazy. She's got awesome freckles. Yes. So that's cool. Um, hey, we were talking about something very important happening on Wednesday. That is tomorrow, November 23rd. Steve, what is happening, man? It's the hoedown. It is the yeah. hoedown. And the there's going to be a, springs. Uh, a pie contest. Yes. Dancing. Dancing. Yeah, it's going to be. Are you going to dance, Steve? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. No. James, yeah. are you going to dance? I don't dance. That's I, I, that's something I never have been able to do. I never Gary, will I be able to. Gary, are you going to dance? I'll watch Gary. Oh, no. no. 
Oh my goodness. I'm not a dancer. You want to know what you want to know what we should all do because guess what? I'm not going to dance. We can all be wallflowers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'll never forget one time in freshman year I had an English teacher and there was this kid that was just going off in class and that was the first time his the teacher replied to him um and and interrupted his shenanigans and said son if you don't quiet it up you're gonna be a wallflower right in the middle of class wow and he was talking about putting him in time out putting his nose in a corner and making him a wallflower over there he pointed to the (laughs) to the the corner and i just thought that was hilarious i'm this 14 year old freshman kid and i'm just like that is stinking funny so tonight maybe we'll be wallflowers but our noses will not be in the corner we'll we'll be watching all everybody else have fun but steve you were mentioning something about uh the sweets right it's a night of fellowship November yeah. 23rd, the hoedown is just going to be our way of celebrating Thanksgiving as a church family. You can come on out at 7 p.m. Right. to Water Springs Church. It's going to be in the Ox Gym, the Auxiliary Gym. There's going to be dancing, desserts, and, and what else are they doing with the desserts, Steve? They're doing a pie-baking competition. Boom. Um, and a dessert pot, potluck, which I've, I've never heard of a dessert potluck. Yeah. yeah. It's but, pretty crazy. We've yeah. been having them for the past five yeah. years that I've been here, and people just bring. There's literally like hundreds of different dishes yeah. that people just bring to share, and you have your choice of pie, yeah. cheesecake, cookies. Sometimes people bring like bread, like baked breads. You know, like pumpkin bread, bread so, pudding. So, even. do we know? Uh, do you just bring your pie for the competition and just enter it? So I, I'm not sure how they're doing it this year, okay. but. How they've done it in previous years is, I suppose, is they have a specific table that has a sign on it that says pie baking competition, and that's where you set your pies for the competition. And I think it's apple pie, right? It is apple pie. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically. Specifically. Apple pie. Can I tell you, I have been looking forward to this moment for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should have seen his face. We don't have videos in here yet. We're working on that, right, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're working on yeah. that. We'll, we'll get it up as soon as possible as we can. But James's face was priceless. It, it looked like you were about ready to. He looked cry. like a, a, a I, child in a <laughs> toy factory or a candy store. I've been waiting for this Lego set yes. my entire life. <laughs> Pie is my love language. I've said that and I mean it. Pie is good, man. <laughs> well, that's so. perfect because we have a bunch of comments. Some of them have to do with pie. You guys want to go through the comments of our listeners? We sure yeah, do. Let's do yeah, that. awesome. So the first one coming in is, hey, pastors, have you seen Morgan Freeman's documentary, The Story of God, specifically the episode The Story of Us? I'm a total Morgan Freeman fan, but the documentary brings up really good questions, too. You guys have been discussing miracles lately. Is God providentially working or is life completely random? I'm a fellow believer, by the way, just in case you answer my question with another question of whether I know if God exists. Thanks for your response. Well, my first question is, do you know that God... Oh, never mind. Sorry. (laughs) So here's my first thought. Um, I I love, and I haven't quoted Hank Hanegraaff in quite a while, but uh, he would talk about the idea of becoming so familiar with the truth that when a counterfeit looms on the horizon, you'll be able to spot it instantaneously. So 
no matter whether it's National Geographic, whether it's a particular church, whether it's whoever putting something out there, if you're so familiar with the truth that something rings untrue in what's being presented, then you have room, as the Bereans did with the Apostle Paul, to seek through Scripture to see if what they're presenting is true. So I'm unfamiliar with this particular documentary, uh, but I do know this. If God created everything which he did, and he established the rules by which we live, and he established the boundaries and everything like that, he, as the creator, has the ability to step in and do something different. That's a miracle. First of all, life itself is a miracle. If you look at the Mm -hmm. orbit of the earth, if you look at its rotation, if you look at the ecosystems in the ocean, a coral reef. Okay, so I used to work for this company called Aquarius Aquarium, and we would go around town either setting up and installing or maintaining freshwater tanks, uh, uh, saltwater tanks, mm-hmm. coral tanks. Wow, cool. And with the coral tank, there was so many specifics that you had to balance precisely. There had to be a very, very small uh, variant with the temperature and the lighting. You had to have a couple different kinds of lights. You had to have a protein skimmer. You had to have all this stuff just to keep in this tank these small super tiny animals, plants, alive. And without that, they would all die. Mm-hmm. So think about the, the Great Barrier Reef or these, these sections in the ocean where coral reefs exist and other, other kinds of ecosystems. This is a miracle in and of itself, the way God established things. It's not coincidence. It's not cosmic chance. God established with precision the way that life would exist Mm-hmm. and would continue on. So for him to step in and do a miracle outside of the rules he's established, completely believable, completely credible. And most of the time in Scripture, what we saw with miracles was a verification of the Word. That's, that's what signs and wonders were, were to verify the Word. But now here's another miracle that happened. A lot of religious systems teach man becomes God. But that is impossible because we're flawed, we're sinful. That is not the plan that God had for us to become gods. But we believe in a system where God became man. He became a part of his creation, the begotten son, the the eternally distinct Lord Jesus Christ, the incarnate word stepped down into humanity, a great miracle in and of itself. That was the ultimate verification, the sign and wonder of God's word, the kingdom walking on the earth, the kingdom of God embodied in Jesus. John 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And later on, it says in that passage, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. It's it's mind-blowing to think about our miraculous God yeah, I would I would love to d- double down on that, James. It's beautiful. And also, I forgot to mention that this is Maggie from Idaho Falls. Hey, Maggie, thanks for commenting and, and getting that question in. One of the things that we need to understand about the Bible is that over and over again, it says that God is completely sovereign. And what that means is he is over all, uh, over the nations. He is over the creation of the world. He holds all things in the palm of his hand. And there are uh, countless Bible verses, if you read through the Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, that, that give evidence that the scripture, the Bible says that God is in control and he has an ultimate plan, his ultimate will. Isaiah 14, 24 says, the Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned, so shall it be. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. 
God has a plan from the foundations of the earth. He has a will and whatever his will is, he will accomplish it. And we also know that Romans 8, 28 says this, and we know this, that all things work together for good to those who are called according to God. So what, what this mean is, what this means is even though things in the world seem maybe down or bad or evil, God ultimately uses all of that and is working it towards his greater will. From the beginning, man decided to sin and go away from God, from his original plan. And ever since that day, God has been interacting with man and trying to uh, save man from ultimate destruction. And that is ultimately his will. I love also Psalm 115.3 that says, our God is in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. So there is a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of scriptures that we can talk about to prove that God is completely in control. There's also verses that talk about how God sets up all authorities, both evil and good. He sets them all up and he gives authority to anyone who has a position over the nations. Uh, He uses King Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible to inflict justice on Israel. Uh, But he also repays Nebuchadnezzar for the evil and the unrighteousness that Nebuchadnezzar does. So ultimately, God is in control. He does as he pleases, and he's good. That's the most important thing to remember is that God's not a tyrant. He's not just in the sky, uh, you know, planning. He is good, and he is working all things together for good, and he is the one who can righteously judge. One of the things that I would say too when you're watching these shows, like James said, is you need to discern what is right and what is wrong uh, through the word of the Lord. You know, um, as, as I'm a Morgan Freeman fan myself, you know, but I don't know if the man knows Jesus, right? And one of the things that we need to consider since we are in the book of James, remember this. This is so important. I tell this to the kids. I tell this to people who come in for counseling. God doesn't want you to believe in him. He wants you to follow him, right? So, so my understanding of this, this, uh, this, this show is that it's about religion, right? And so God doesn't want religion because James, you, you mentioned, hey, religion is man's effort to get to God. God wants relationship, right? And so in the book of James, he says the demons believe, the demons believe in God. And they shudder. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they shudder. Hey, oh, I believe in God. And they, they respond. And so God wants a response from us, right? And and so Satan believes in God. We can we can believe in God and not follow him. Yep. Now, I don't think that that's what you're saying, too. I, I want to make sure I, I uh, make it up front when you say, hey, you're a believer. I totally trust that, that you're a believer. And that's not I'm not talking about your relationship with God. I'm no, just talking not about the show. Yeah, you know, it seems just, like you just had a question about yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah right, I just right. wanted to clarify that because that's super important. And so when we're watching things that talk about God, especially on platforms of um, media that are not for God, they're just kind of the world, you got to be careful. And I agree 100% with what James said about making sure it's not counterfeit or stumbling uh, your walk. Yeah, but part of our, our due diligence as believers, even if you go to a, a church, even Water Springs, don't just take what whoever's preaching the message says at face value. Do you know during the week go through scripture and make sure that we 
professed what is true and accurate <laughs> to God's word. Right. Please don't don't ever take for granted that we have some reach some sort of level. No, we're we're flawed humans just like the rest, and we have the ability to make mistakes just like it. Although I'll, I'm pretty familiar with the pastoral <laughs> staff here, I know their heart. Right. Is we make to, mistakes. Though. Yeah. We're, our heart is to preach the truth. How, but yeah. And again, it comes back to the book of James, man. I love this because we are talking about chapter three, the tongue. But chapter three is is warning people, hey, be careful that you don't become a preacher. He says, be careful if you consider speaking for the Lord because your tongue, you're, you're, you're going to be held accountable, right? Yeah. And I love that because Paul would write to the Bereans, right? In Acts, we find that Paul goes to the Bereans and he says, man, these guys are, are notable, man. They're noble because they don't just buy everything I say. They go search it out. Yep. And that's where we get the phrase, be a Berean. So Maggie, I hope that helps your question. Yes, God is providentially working and he's completely in control and he is working all things for good and for his good pleasure and his will. He's got you in the palm of his hand and he will guide and protect you. Um, and he uses everything that happens from sin in our lives for our greater good. Now, that doesn't mean that everything that happens is good, but he uses it for good. We have another comment coming in from um, Lance from Medford, Oregon. Man, it's good nice. to have some people from West Oregon. Coasters. Yeah. In. yeah. Lance writes, I had no idea that there were people who didn't like pies. How is it that it that is even possible? Sorry, can you pause one second? Lance, I so appreciate yeah you what guys you've need articulated. to go get coffee <laughs> james is like this guy knows what's up he says one of the pastors mentioned it was the crust that he didn't like <clears throat> that's me um the crust is what makes the pie so great are you the type who doesn't completely eat a pizza either leave the crusty portion but love the pizza from lance and medford okay, okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna defend my position just really quick yeah, i've got some things to say because obviously Obviously, <laughs> this guy loves pie, and I love that he loves pie. I think and Lance I, sounds like an upstanding person, just hope, at face value. I hope but, Lance comes to the hoedown and, from Oregon. Hang, and hangs out with Pastor James <laughs> that would and rock. loves pie, right? Lance, you are awesome, man. But I do want to say that comparing pie to pizza is apples to oranges, man. I gobble up the deliciousness that is pizza because the crust of pizza isn't this crumbly, dry, disgusting pie crust <laughs> and maybe i've been having bad pies my whole life i don't know but there is a significant difference you guys cannot deny that the average pie most pies do not have crust like a pizza okay so number one what we call crust on a pizza it's bread yeah it's, it's dumb 100 it's delicious and garlic I'm, seasoned bread oh. wait you said delicious so i'm i'm the kind of guy <laughs> listen lance 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 listen listen Pie crust, when done right, is it's a bite of heaven. It's, it's beauty in your mouth. And I, I just want to explain this. But with pizza, pizza crust is not crust. It's called crust. And I'm, I'm sorry that it's been bestowed that honor of being called crust. But uh, I'll eat the whole pizza and I'll leave that bready thing at the end. That little, it's like a toenail at the end of the pizza what? slice. You know, I'll, eat, I'll eat your toenails of the, oh, pizza, no. of the pizza crust. I <laughs> Excellent way. Lance, you are awesome, man. Enjoy the pies. Hang out with Pastor James. I think Pastor Ty will be back. You can say hi to him. He likes pie. Um, but 
He says he had no idea that there were people who didn't like pie. Well, guess what? There's more of us. It's not just me. Arlen from Twin Falls writes in, none of my family likes pie either. Cake oh. is our cup of tea. Oh. I love it. I love it. Thank Wait, you, guys. So you like cake, Shane? Um, it, if it's a good cake. One of my favorite cakes is like a, a cream cheese frosting, yeah, uh, red that's, that's red good. velvet yeah. cake. But I, like, if I go to the store and buy, if someone buys cake from the store... It's it's not good. Yeah, it's like, just not good. I like German chocolate cake. Yeah, German chocolate that's, can be that's good. Really good. It depends on who makes it. Um yeah. and yeah. and, and yeah. all of that and how it's made. I do love cake that has the layers of carrot cake's um, good. Yeah, carrot cake where it's moist in the middle and it doesn't have just cake, but it has like the little layers of yeah. of yeah, filling okay. or whatever. I, I feel like there the, the wedge between us has been reduced. <laughs> and you know, not to endorse Jim Gaffigan by any means, but he <laughs> He he loves cake, and I love this bit that he does about cake, and then how he describes yeah. pie. It's like liquid cake. I I love yeah. that. There's something yeah. beautiful about cake. This is like pie. war and of the like, pies. Uh, Alamode is great. <laughs> war too. of the desserts. Oh, yeah. When you warm it up and you put a little bit of ice cream on it, it just melts down. You oh, see, there's so that. many varieties of goodness here. <laughs> you can just, I'm hungry. So whether it's pie, whether it's cake, whether it's yet? pizza, go <laughs> man, we've got some good stuff coming in. You guys are awesome. We do have another comment about uh, pie. From Carl in Idaho Falls, he he rates his favorite pies. He goes, pecan pie is number one, <laughs> strawberry rhubarb is number two, mm. and banana mm. cream is number three. <laughs> that is awesome, Carl. We appreciate you guys coming in and making the making the day. I love those comments, Gary. These guys got to keep it up because it just brings a whole other element to our show. It really does. And yeah. it's been cool to see the comments with... Ty and Dave gone, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. People, hey, people are happy. Hey, no, we are good. running out of time here. People are happy, Gary, and they can interact with us at Pastors Live at the Rev FM. <laughs> Do us a huge favor. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Gary, they yes, need to are. share that with the world, man. Share it with totally. your neighbors. Share it with your friends. Share yeah. it with your family. Let's get our our podcast on Spotify up and and in viewership and ratings, and that way we can get the good news of the gospel and the fun joy that Pastors live produces to the rest of the world yes for sure sweet hey guys any last words yes flabbergasted <laughs> how's that <laughs> steve any more words no i'm, I'm good <laughs> i've said too much already today you are loved you are family <laughs> enjoy some pie enjoy some cake enjoy some pizza god bless you <laughs> be very very quiet i'm hunting wabbits <laughs> it's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the Rev. <laughs> <laughs>